Welcome to Dietitian Table Talks, where I will probably never be sitting at a table. I'm your host, Emily Bogato. I am a registered dietitian, certified personal trainer, and online coach. This podcast is about nutrition, fitness, life experiences, and random things in between. Find me on Instagram at dietitian.em.b. Thanks for listening. In today's episode, I am lucky enough to have one of my very best friends and also my boss on the podcast. So I'm sure 99% of you guys already know who she is. It is Desiree Pfeiffer, aka Des B. Uh, we talk about a lot of things and we definitely want to keep it more of like a casual conversation rather than like an interview because we are good friends and that just wouldn't be natural for us to act like an interview, like I don't already know her. So hopefully you guys like this. We're definitely going to be doing more in the future. I'm going to see her in a couple weeks when I go to Columbus. So if you have any topics that you guys want us to discuss, please send me a message on Instagram and we'll try to include that in our next podcast. I'm pretty sure I completely forgot to say thank you to Des for taking the time out of her crazy busy day to record this with me. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you do for me. I don't know what I would do without you, but I am so thankful for you. All right, guys, we've got my very first guest, Desiree Piper, a.k.a. Des B, a.k.a. Desiree Scoggin, and just start by telling us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I'm sure 99% of the people listening already know who you are, but just tell us about you, what you do, and your background. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me a part of it, um, first and foremost. I'm honored to be your first guest. Let me just oh, tell you that. I am, <laughs> I am elated, and I love using that word. I'm elated to be your first well, guest. But I'm so special. <laughs> you kind of are. But, um, well, first and foremost, as everyone knows, I am a housewife now. And so that is like the first thing I feel like most people need to know about me because it's just this elevating status that is so, <laughs> it's still so strange to me. So I feel like I have to point that out. Like I am 100% wiped up. Don't come in my DMs. Don't come at me. She could be pregnant. I we don't, don't know. Oh, we'll know Hello? soon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will find out month to month what's going on there. Um, but I am obviously Des, Des Scoggin, which is even more foreign to say now, but Des Piper. Yeah. Um, I started out as just like, you know, another girl that kind of got into fitness after college athletics, competed a little bit and, you know, fell into a deeper realm of health and fitness while getting my bachelor's of science in exercise science in school. So I kind of just flowed with the education I was learning in school into my own journey and through there and after competing and eventually, you know, going pro, I, throughout this whole journey, I started my own business and became a Fitzbo. And <laughs> as much as I hate that word, an influencer, an influ I'm an influencer. <laughs> so I, it just kind of fell in my lap. Truly. I didn't know this was a thing people did at the time. Um, uh -huh. So I would definitely say I kind of tapped into the community when it was on the upswing, right? Like Nikki mm -hmm. Blackheader was just coming around. Like Gymshark wasn't even a thing. 
Um, So it was very much an opportunistic time of being a Fitspo versus nowadays where it's just like a swarm of fitness influencers, which is great beauty power to it. Um, But that's just kind of where I originated. So as that continued to progress, I continued to progress in my own personal business and really formulating, you know, how am I going to set myself apart? What makes me different? And mm-hmm. after, you know, a few, about a year and a half, two years doing it solo, um, I was just drawn to the fact of having someone on my team and not really knowing like what the hell that would entail, but just knowing uh-huh. I, I wanted help, you know, I wanted help and I wanted to add rapport for my people. And so I, I knew you and I was like, yo, um, yeah. I know we don't, <laughs> I know we don't chat much, but I'd love to shoot an idea about you. And then we hopped on a phone call and the rest is history. And now we're, now we're here and I'm yeah. not going to spend too much Crazy. time extra because I feel like most people just kind of know, you know, well, you actually, and I, that but... was the number one most question on my Q and a thing was, um, how we like met and how we started working together. Oh my God. Cute. But the, I remember I first followed you. I think you probably had maybe like 10,000 followers or something. And it was right after you, however many you had right after you won. Did you win the Western bikini competition? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I followed you because I competed back then too. And you know how you kind of just like scope out the Michigan girls. (laughs) Yeah, You you search hashtag Michigan NPC. (laughs) Yeah. That's when I started following you and you started posting like, tons of workout videos when you worked at like the Wendy's headquarters or whatever and it's just crazy how like much you have changed over time and how much your content has changed going from just like those like basic like oh yeah workout videos you'd post like one exercise sometimes oh yeah oh yeah and now you have like the voice recording you have every tip you could ever imagine so it's just crazy to see how it evolves over time one of my next YouTube videos is going to be roasting my own, my old, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great idea. I know. So funny, but we, Hey, we all live and we learn, but it's so funny how you just, as you continue to, ed- sure you mm-hmm. learn more, but also as you just continue to like learn your own body, you know, understanding yeah. like proper range of motion, your personal biomechanics, your personal squat form, you know, like where are your knees and how long are your femurs? Like everything is just it's so funny how I can look back on my videos and be like, dude, I was so mm-hmm. awkward in my body. Like, I just didn't it's know it It's the same yet. for me, though, with nutrition. Yeah. I actually went back and, like, deleted a bunch of my posts from <laughs> years ago. because Promoting just, keto? Like, well, it was, like, disgusting things, like right. Arctic Zero with Quest Bar <laughs> in it and, like, nasty stuff like that. Oh, my God. We all went through it. Oh, no. Um, I know. Speaking That's of those so days someone wanted us to talk about like our experiences competing and like just our background in that and if we liked it like how did we feel after we stopped and stuff like that so if you want a little talk a little bit about competing yeah no I think that I think I think people just need to be warned right now like a few minutes in very conversational so like sit back grab some popcorn relax oh yeah sit yeah you know get some get some hot we're talking water get about some hot all tea. different kinds of things here <laughs> yeah we're just we're sitting here we're chatting so we're just talking we're just talking you know I think competing gosh this is such a like really hard topic for me to almost talk about anymore because 
as much as I think it built me into who I am, it also destroyed who I was simultaneously. And I think that's such a weird double-edged sword that like a lot of competitors don't talk about. And during the time, why would you? You're shredded. You're mm-hmm. shredded. It's You're one of like those things you don't realize until after. You don't. You don't. And it's such a mental. It's such a mental thing. Like I don't want to call competing disordered because I think that you can approach it in a healthy mm-hmm. way. It's not about health right now. I'm talking more of just the mm-hmm. mental aspect of what is a prep. How do you actually make it through it? And how do you succeed during it? It's like it's like literally messed up if you really yeah. pick apart competing. Um, but overall my experience was good I mean what about you I so I only did two shows if you guys listening didn't know I did two shows and I absolutely loved it but at that time of my life I did not care about anything else I did not care I didn't have a boyfriend I didn't care about going out yes I didn't care about traveling didn't care about hanging out with friends all I cared about was going to the gym and eating my healthy meals and going to school. Like those were the only yes. things that I cared about at that time. And right now that's not me. <laughs> like, Dude, those are, I the, have those are the only responsibilities. Like yeah. Yeah. There was in college, dude. I fe- And I feel like that's when a lot of people get into fitness, right? In their young adult lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have relationships yet. Um, the people that do honestly, God praise them. I don't know how they do it. I was in a relationship like with Wyatt, but it was hard. And like, we were in that, I hate calling it the honeymoon stage, but we were in the beginning of our relationship too. Like when I competed a lot. Oh, really? And yeah. So it was, we started dating in May and I had started prep in March. Oh, So like wow. he saw me go through my whole first prep and it got gnarly. You yeah, know, like, that would I, be I became, really hard. Like he would be it like, was wow, hard. who is this bitch that I started dating? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like it was hard and it was summer. Every, he was technically going into his sophomore year of, of college. So he, he knows all the boys now on the team, right? Everyone's going to pool parties. Everyone's doing this. And I literally sat at home and oh, yeah. it was, it was hard, but it was worth it. But then it, it got even worse once I was out of college and I was going for my pro card like that. That was even harder really for me because I would go visit him. We were doing long distance. Mm-hmm. And when I would go visit him, it was either a, I would have this complete binge weekend, like oh. unintentionally, or B, I would go and I'd be just this complete sulk to the mm. whole party scene, you know, because it was like, I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm pissed, I'm yeah. hungry, um, while they're all getting, you know, drunk food. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, yeah it, I definitely different times of life. It's a different approach. I feel like it's different for people who have tons of friends that live by them that compete. Like I think of like Dylan and Lauren, they have so many friends by them that they hang out and they understand each other's goals and do the same things Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But when you're, you know, when your friends don't understand that and they don't live that same lifestyle, it makes it really hard because you can't do the things that you normally would do with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if your partner doesn't live the same lifestyle, yeah, you know, that's the, I couldn't even imagine that. True. Oh my God. Yeah. Hard. Make it so hard. Um, but yeah, actually I mean, I th- after I stopped competing, I thought for sure I was going to do it again until like maybe like a year and a half later. I was like, okay. oh shit, maybe I don't want to do that again. Once I like started coming to like reality of what, I, how hard mm-hmm. it was after competing like being hungry all the time no matter how much I ate and stuff like that 
God, yeah. And I mean, dude, a, a, a cut, a cut, like a normal human cut is so much different than a prep. Oh, yeah. And it is like, un, it's un, it's crazy how different it is. When I mm-hmm. shredded for my wedding, the coach that I had at the time, I would confidently say pushed me a little bit harder just because naturally he was a competition coach. Mm-hmm. So I would still say that like for, I was only like 3% body fat higher than my stage wow. body fat. Yeah. So like it really was a little unnecessary where I, after almost spiraled a little bit into that post show blues style phase because well, it didn't of help you had just, so much other stuff going on too. Oh God, it was crazy. So yeah. But regardless, you know, it's still such a different approach, um, Mm -hmm. but having, you know, the right person by your side and coaching you through it, I think is like just as important to make the experiences, whether it's competing or just a cut to make it worthwhile and actually as fun. (laughs) Yeah. My girls that I coach, their cuts are nowhere like mine was for competing. Like I give them. Oh, I don't know vacations where they don't track I give them on track meals you know if they miss a workout not a huge deal like definitely give right, them right. way more slack <laughs> oh yeah oh and they, they still reach their cardio? goals yeah you're like okay cool like hit it today <laughs> yeah totally That's so different. funny good question all right but I mean I think it really just comes down to yeah. personal preference yeah Okay, the next one. So what were our first impressions of each other when we finally met in real life? Oh my god, funny. So when I first met you, I'm pretty sure it was your show. I was shredded. (laughs) It was your show. And I remember like, because I had never met you in person. And I didn't know if you were like, gonna be mean just because it's like a stressful day. And I saw you and you right, like, right. gave me a hug and you're like, we need to get a picture later. And I was like, oh, she was sweet. Because <laughs> like, you never know I, yeah, when I remember, you meet people in real life. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, God, you don't. You don't. I think my first impression of you. I mean, I want to say my first impression of you was great just because I knew like my first impression came from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I watch your stories. I know how you speak. I know how you present yourself. So my first impression immediately was like, this girl seems so like down to earth, very not, not spotlight attention style. You know, like you kind of, you like to just, you like to just cheer people on and you're hanging out. And I remember I always thought you had such a pretty smile. And then when I met you in person, I, and when I met you in person, you were like, I don't know. You were the exact same as I thought, like same height, same body structure. Oh. Like it was just like, Oh, Hey, you know, some, I don't know. sometimes <laughs> people funny. tell me that like in my pictures, if they didn't meet me in real life, they think I'm so like petite. And then when they see me in real life, they're like, wow, your shoulders are like a lot more like broad than I thought. And like, I, I'm yeah, not, petite. I, I I'm definitely not petite. If anyone thinks I'm petite, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, you're, I mean, how tall are you? I'm 5'5", five? Five, five, but I'm not, like, a small frame five, 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 at six. all. Like, I'm not. No, you you have a very athletic build. Yes, definitely sure. not particular. Like, you're not no scrawny hoe. <laughs> no. And I'm not, like, you know, <laughs> people with, like, the tiny little rib cage and waist. Like, that's not me. 
Hell no. <laughs> you know, like you know, like that thing that you use to like wash the dishes called a sponge. That's me. <laughs> I look like a square. That's <laughs> me too. <laughs> no hip. Love that for us. And then when and when when I get a lot of water in me, I literally bloat the same way as a sponge. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> it really is. I am a sponge. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um. I already talked because someone asked like how I started working for you and I'm pretty sure I talked about it in my last podcast where um like you called me when I was on my home on my way home from work and I thought that you were gonna mm-hmm. ask me like to I thought you were gonna say that you were having a meetup in Michigan and you were like gonna tell me to come. <laughs> I remember you told I me. I literally that. thought that's what it was about. <laughs> and then you asked me Hey Emily, I, I wanna hand deliver. <laughs> literally, I thought you were just like inviting me. <laughs> And then you asked if I'd want to work for you, and I literally thought that it was, like, a joke. Like, are you kidding? Like, absolutely. <laughs> Save me from my shitty job, please. For real, that was such a scary conversation, only because I think it's hard to, like, approach people. And that's why I think I really haven't added anyone else mm-hmm. either, is because it's hard to, number one, find someone who you know is down to be a ride or die with you only, you know, like it's, it's so you have to have a special person that wants to be under the wing of someone else, right? Like like it takes a special nowadays. It takes a special person. I feel like, you know, everyone, people feel like they have to like swallow their pride to not be the main person. Exactly. Which for me, that's, that's so not me. Like I would rather be someone helping someone else than be the person like on the top of it and doing all the business stuff like that was the perfect right job for me I mean truly it's the best of both worlds like to be very honest mm-hmm. I love it um but when when I called it was just like okay I, I don't want to offend yeah her. I can't totally you know like I, I, I didn't know if you were I didn't know if you were doing coaching on your own and blah, 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 blah. so it's like how do I approach it positively to where I'm, I'm not offending her at all I'm uplifting her, yeah. knowing her knowledge, but I'm also presenting a, a business partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, this is at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're, we're really close friends now. And even then I would still say we were, I would still consider you an acquaintance yeah. at least. Yeah. But, but at that point in time, it was a business transaction. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to add to my business to make it grow? Mm-hmm. And what can I add to you in return? You know? And so it was very it kind of was, it was scary. Cause I was just like, okay, either she's going to be super down and like super interested in, in, uh, think very highly of me, you know, wanting to have an RD on my team, mm-hmm. or she's going to be completely offended. Yeah. I could thinking see, like, that why... I'm like, taking away her own thing. Yeah. I could see someone being like, you know, cause we're both like health professionals. Someone would be like, why would she think that I would want to work under her? But like, Exactly. For me, it was a great opportunity because I am not the kind of person that even wants to have 200,000 followers. I can't handle mm-hmm. that. I, I, I already know I could not handle that because it's just a lot of attention on every little move that you do. And mm-hmm. I would rather be a worker for someone else. Right. And I, and I think, again, that's where a lot of people like don't really understand what you sign up for when you get into that situation Mm -hmm. in that position. And so being able to grant you the opportunity to virtually access my platform of, you know, 200,000 followers plus, but not actually be under 
the scrutiny of it yeah it's like hell yeah exactly. you know what I mean you get to basically you get to basically pick and choose the good ones that come onto your page do you know what I'm saying exactly. like you don't get the influx of just like buttholes and trolls yeah so it's 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 so powerful and I think if a lot of people would swallow their pride and be open to those kind of relationships with even other influencers, you know, other people in teams, um, but make sure they're a part of the right team as well. Mm-hmm. I think it could just be so benefit beneficial for so many people, but again, having to kind of gulp that down. Yeah. I get it. You know, I used to be it, an assistant for one of the, one of a, a popular influencer oh, yeah, out there. Yeah. And, and so I, which I is so weird to me. Like, like I cannot well, picture that. <laughs> Right, dude, that's so funny. Think of it. I was kind of like Kim Kardashian to Paris Hilton. I cannot picture that. Isn't like you, that weird though? You I aren't ca- meant to I be an forget. assistant. Maybe I am. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was kind of where I started understanding, you know, organization and like how to run this and how to run that. And yeah, wow, the evolution. It's so funny, but regardless point being of the question like I'm just glad that you were open to mm-hmm. putting aside you know that own ego check which not that you have any but still you put it aside mm-hmm. to just be to be able to recognize a good ass opportunity yeah and sure. and seize it and be proud to be a part of it and I I that's why I haven't added anyone else dude I, I don't know if I could ever find anyone like you you're just, <laughs> so you're so one in a million and also just a PSA for people out there too. Y'all don't need a big team to succeed. Like I know the more people, the more, the more words of mouth, the more, the more clients, advertisement, the more, money. the more clients. I get it hundred percent, but more money, more problems, yeah. you know, more employees, more problems. Like you have to really be on top of your crap to do that. Yeah. And just because you see these people with big ass teams does not mean that they know anything that's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. legally ethically morally things get really messed up when you get a lot of money involved and I think that's one thing I pride myself on is just keeping my business and my people under me in check we keep it tight over here at DB. we keep it tight we keep it tight (laughs) and we keep it we keep it so serving to others yes you know like it's never about it's never about us Mm mm-hmm and I think, I think that's cool. You don't really, you really, really, really don't see that a lot. And yeah. I'm, I'm just being for real. Yeah, it's so right. Um, since we were talking a little bit about social media, I want you to talk about the pros and the cons of having that big platform. So oh, some opportunities, <laughs> some of the downsides, give us the DBFT. Oh my God, the T. <laughs> well, I have to say like, there's not a day that goes by where I'm really like ungrateful for what I have. Like, don't get me wrong. Every day I'm like, Mm -hmm. dang, who, who at the age of 21, well, almost 22 at the time graduates college, quits their first time, first time, full-time job and becomes an entrepreneur right out of college. You know, like it, it just really doesn't happen for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And the position I was in was incredible and it's because of people like the people listening, you know, probably that have followed me for years that I get to do it. So there's not a day where I'm like, wow, I wish I could give this all up. This is so stupid. Um, I'm always very grateful. But with with being a role model that you, again, sign up for comes responsibility. And with responsibility comes scrutiny. And mm-hmm. with scrutiny comes days where you feel inadequate. And then maybe days where you feel really good. So 
I think that the pros are the opportunity to just impact so many people. Like sometimes I look at our challenges and like, wow, like we almost got to 400 people. I'm like, cool. I can't wait to get more next time. But I'm like, if I would see those 400 people in a room, can you imagine that? True. Like that, that's so many people or like, yeah, like, wow, that post really flopped, which like Instagram hose me and it hose a lot of people now. So mm-hmm. it just sucks because I do put a lot of work into it. But then I step back and I go, wow, I still had almost 4,000 people like that post. Yeah. Can I imagine them in a room? That's so true. In a room, all giving me a thumbs up. Like that's insane. So, you know, some days I might get people that are just for some reason so offended by everything my ability to be proud <laughs> my uh, so offended by not only everything but just my ability to be finally proud of myself and confident in myself mm-hmm. it's still like there's so many other people cheering for me yeah. so i think that the positives are the people that i get to impact and the opportunity i have to always push myself too you know how can I be better? Like you said, the evolution of my content, like that just speaks mm-hmm. volumes for who I am as a person. That basic shit. You yeah, know what I mean? That actually someone asked like my favorite quality about you. And I was going to say how you always are just trying to be better at whatever it is, like improving it in whatever way you can, no matter how long it takes, no matter how much effort you have to put in, you're always trying to make it better than it was before. And I think I would not only be like so flattered to hear that, but that's, I feel like that's just how, like, I look at people that don't operate that way. And I'm like, why? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, how can you just settle? Mm -hmm. And I think that's always how I've just viewed life in general is like, need to be better. And and maybe it originated from just being in sports, right? Like, I always have to get better. My shot needs to get better. My spike needs to get better get better my digs need to get better whatever it might be to where it just translates um but it's just sometimes I feel as if just I'm always wondering how to get better and at this point with my content and where it's at I'm literally like I don't know what more I could do yeah so it's it's always finding things to get better at but I think that that's the value of being in social media being someone who wants to to be the best. Like I want to be a really well-known recognized trainer and I want you to be a really well-known recognized trainer. I want our squad in general, like DBFT in general to be a really well-recognized group yeah. and community, you know? So like, how can I make that happen? And how can I set that precedent of everyone? And I think that's why it's so important to me to see encouragement in our challenges oh, our challenge and like popping uh, people showing with encouragement they they it's pop crazy. Off. and and that's how it should be yeah. that's how it should be you know like we should be showing up for each other so if I'm not showing up for you wh- why would I expect you to show up for me or show up in my challenges or show up to mm-hmm. encourage other people it's like once I set the precedent of showing up on social media all of a sudden all of these people I motivate mm-hmm. to start showing up And that includes in the challenge. So it's just really cool how, you know, kind of wrapping it full circle, the pros and the cons of being in social media in general, you know, it can be some days are just so bad. Like, honestly, I'm just like, this sucks ass. This is not fun. But then I get that one message or I see that one Facebook notification come through, through 
one of our girls or you post one of your clients that you've helped or something. And I'm like, this is exactly Mm -hmm. why, like God just always redirects. And he's like, dude, I know it's hard, but if this is what you want, like, if this is what you prayed for, this is what you wanted out of life, then you need to be able to take the heat too, you know, cause Satan's always going to come in and try mm-hmm. to mess up what gives Absolutely. you joy. So yeah, take that to the, take that Will to the you grave, give people baby. some examples just so they truly understand like things that people will get mad about. Like for example, when you posted your shower and they were like, Oh my God, I can't believe you would use that kind of shampoo. Like, Stuff like that. <laughs> you just give some examples. Yes. Just so people truly understand yeah, so... what you get in your messages. Yeah. Um, okay, there's this one girl that has messaged me, I'm not lying, probably over 40 times. And she only replies to my Starbucks coffee replies and says, it would be really nice if you used a reusable cup. Every time. And every single time she has never replied to any other story ever her sole reason it's just to follow to, you know, is to is to tell me to yeah. use a recyclable cup and don't get me wrong I'm here for that I'm here for sustainability I have plenty yeah. of tumblers if but you're traveling dude stuff, I'd be yeah, on the run have it I'd be on the run I just and I and I and then I spend 27 dollars on a new tumbler at Starbucks to not get <laughs> hoed on the internet like I, I can't do that every single time yeah. Um, so that's like one of them, um, tell them about, the you know, other people just get told you to not, you were talking about like your hair extensions or something. And they were like, she was like, I'm only uh, here for the workouts. I don't want to know about that or something like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Recently. This was like two weeks ago or, uh, like yeah, week two, or so. yeah, two weeks ago when I went and got my, when I got my hair colored, I got up in the morning and, or like I was at the hair salon and I made a little boomerang. It's like, guess what I'm doing? Or like, what am I doing? Cause I had my extensions out. So my hair looked like it was going to be short again. And the girl replied and said, um, don't know, but I'm sure you're going to upload a hundred stories after telling us all like 500 explanation points. <gasps> then, it, so I scroll up, I scroll up in our previous messages just to see like, okay, like, have I had good encounters before? You know, what the heck? She has messaged me before and was like, love this. Oh my gosh, you should try this, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden she replies to a story of my new sunglasses. So this was a previous story. And she says, those sunglasses are not it. Please stop. (gasps) I'm like, I literally said LMAO what? So then I see this new message from her and I'm like, okay, something's triggered her because now she's being like mean (laughs) to me. So I replied back and I was like, is it, I literally said out loud, I was like, is there a reason why you're being so off-putting to me? And she was, she went on this long ass rant in a DM about base, basically like to sum it up. She said virtually that she follows me purely for workouts. And when I go and add all my in quotes, personal stuff, that's absolutely not what anyone here wants to see. And that she follows my personal page and it's basically like following the same person. I post the same thing on Which, each account. honestly, is so <laughs> rude because you are putting in so much effort for her to get those free workouts that she wants. And she clicks on your story to watch it. Yeah. And then gets mad yeah. about what she's seeing on your story. Like, how ridiculous is that? Oh, yeah, I blocked her from all my accounts. Yeah, she didn't <laughs> I was like, yeah, you workouts. don't deserve my workouts. Yeah, exactly if you're going to treat me like that yeah so I've had a lot of other crazy ones but 
the past few weeks, I don't know why people have just been so like you know why weird to me because in the past you weren't as confident and now you're feeling like good and confident and happy. And because before when you hated like where you lived and stuff, you weren't as happy. And now when people say right. happy, they're like, okay, I have to say something to her. So she doesn't feel so happy. I want her to feel like shit. Like I feel that's honestly why. Like that is so, it just blows my that mind. That is why it's happening. more. Like, like I'll go through people's stories. Like, cause I just kind of try to scroll and like swipe as much as possible. And I'll, I'll like send a few reactions. Cause let's be honest. Like I don't have time to reply mm-hmm. to everyone. But I try to just show some love when I to can. To show, like, hey, I'm and watching you. And some people, you. I'll like, just, job. yeah, like, hey, I'm watching you. What's up? I'll reply to some people and just be like, yes, bitch. <laughs> or, I'll, you know, with some claps. Like, or I'll be like, you look great today. Yeah. Or, you know, it's. And that I try to do what I can to, to spread that love. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I know how it feels to get that and just be like, dude, you, your content means so mm-hmm. much to me lately. Like, that, I know how much that means to mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, but anyway, it just blows my mind, and I think that it's the reality check to where, like, those people on the other side of the keyboard, like, you guys are such cowards, and I know there's going to be some of them listening to this podcast, yeah. and that's what kills me. They're going to listen to this They're going to listen to our 45-minute podcast. Our 45-minute podcast just to leave, a you, like, a negative review, <laughs> or put it on a gossip page, or but it's just, it's so sad to me, you know, and, and those are the people I wish I could just make their day better, yeah. but obviously like I can't, you know, and you can't fix everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, the motto show up, you show up because there's someone out there that needs what you say, even if it's someone who acts like they don't, you know, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a blessing and it's a curse sometimes, but, but you can you handle know, it. I, Not everyone can handle it. You I can, couldn't handle it. I can, but you can, I can. I can. Some days are, let me, I mean, again, some days are easier than others. Like some days I feel very, very, very discouraged and it weighs on you. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, it's just one of those things where you it's like, Hey, it I'm off. human. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to feel this. I'm allowed to be upset, but how am I going to react to it tomorrow? You know, am I going to let this drag on, you know? Yeah. So I kind of give myself a little, like, like a 12 hour period. Like if I want to sulk, for longer than a few minutes, I'm allowed to. Yeah. And that's what I've kind of come to realize. It's like, you know, if I need to just go dark for a few hours and bitch and complain a little bit and then wake up tomorrow ready to show up for everyone again, then that's just how I need to cope. Mm-hmm. But you get it. Yeah. So anyways, to lighten the mood a little bit, someone asked, yeah. are Desby's boobs real? <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> I only ask because people don't even know. <laughs> they look great. <laughs> not that I need not that I need to like disclaim it, but it's just so funny when people are like, I'm trying to lose fat. I'm trying to lose fat, but my boobs leave right away. Like, how do yours stay? <laughs> and I'm like, oh I'm like, honey, like please, like, please, please, please don't take this the wrong way. Like my, my boobs are so, so fake. If anyone's wondering, my boobs are hundred percent real. There's I know they're so impressive. Yours are real. <laughs> Yours are so real. So they impressive. can be pushed up so nicely. <laughs> so perky and fun. Yes. But no, they're for they're for sure fake. I mean <laughs> it's crazy. That's almost been two years. I know. Going on two years. That's insane. It's weird. Um, someone asked the scariest thing we've ever done. Like together? No. Just like in life. Oh, like in general? Yeah. I know mine. 
It's I get to cheat because I got to see these questions, so I already like thought about it. Um, Wait, so what's yours? Mine's definitely when I moved across the country by myself to Idaho, and I didn't know a single soul. I didn't have anyone there to protect me, and I was all on my own, living in my apartment by myself, like look at you away from my boyfriend and my family and my friends. Definitely the scariest thing I've ever done, and definitely worth it. Such a growing time for you, though. Definitely, I, I turned into an adult that year. I think, hundred percent. You kind of had yeah. to. So uh, the serious part, though, was one time I was really sick. I had like a stomach virus or something, and I literally thought that I was gonna die in my apartment, and no one would ever know, and no one was gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> like, would that be something? Just kind of like, where is Emily? Like a month she, like, pass out. <laughs> She hasn't shown up for her internship, like, at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what my scariest thing would be. Um, dude, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe just, like, back in my reckless days, like, sneaking out of the house. <laughs> like, whole, or, like, shoplifting from, like, oh, this, shit. like, gas station. Yeah, my dude, my friends were we were naughty in like middle school. The middle school. Oh boy. I was 13. And we would just we would have like no money. You're 13 years old. You know what I mean? Like you're not whopping around dollars. Yeah. And I would I was working in a bean field, like picking beans in the morning, <laughs> and I would only get $5 per basket. Oh and I, I'd be slaving out there for hours. So I would only get, though, like, two baskets. I was picking beans out of the ground, oh you know, like, God. off the little vines. Yeah, like, I was a legit farmer wow. or, like, you know, whatever. So I would only make, like, character. seven. It did, trust me. But I would only make, like, $7. So wow. I would go to the gas station with my friends, and they would all want me to spot them, you know, because we're all poor and 12, year, 12, 13 years old. And they wouldn't have enough money for all of their drinks or, like, their gum or whatever. So they would all steal the rest as I bought the rest. And I'd be scared of shit leaving that gas station oh wondering if, like, they saw them. And I'd be, like, affiliated for, like, yeah. a felony or whatever. It wouldn't so be a felony, like... but. <laughs> <laughs> I, would fi- I would feel like it at 13 years old. Yeah. But and that would, would that was probably ass. me. Oh, my God. I. As if I wasn't grounded enough. No, I was a really would... bad kid in high school. I'm not even going to tell you guys about it because don't people view me differently. Don't. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to judge you, but we also don't want the opportunity to. No, we don't want anyone knowing that. So. We don't want that. <laughs> but let's just say we've all gone through our phases. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. I got it in. out early because then once I was like 19, I was a good kid from then on. I would confidently say, like, me too. Like, as much as my mom was like, you're naughty in, like, middle school and stuff, I ended up coming out on top. So (laughs) (laughs) So she can really just, she can really just, you know, puff on that one. But (laughs) Okay, we're getting towards the end here. This is a quick one. Your go-to coffee order. Oh, that's so easy. I go to Starbucks. I'm back on Starbucks. And I'm only going to tell you guys this because I was team Dunkin' for a long time. I know. But we just, we don't have Dunkin' as readily around me oh, here I as I did I literally live Florida. right next to one. And I never go there. I love it. See, if it, if it was around me I and if there's one around there me, like I'll start minutes. going. 
oh my gosh, I, see, I would be there every day then. But since Starbucks is closer for me, I would be getting a grande pike roast with sweet cream and room for cream. But I wouldn't actually add the room. But like, let's be honest, they literally overflow your coffee. It's annoying. You can't even like oh, put yeah. the top on. Yeah. So I ask for sweet cream with room. And then I add in like maybe three Splendas, stir it up and we're good. But that's my favorite. Or like a cold brew. Same thing though, like with sweet cream. But that sweet cream just hits different. You, yeah, you I love mean, your sweet cream. <laughs> I love that sweet cream. It's like Coffee Mate French vanilla, but on crack. I've never had it's it, dope. to be honest. Are we still Dude, friends? Dude, don't. <laughs> don't even start because coffee will taste like complete ass. Any other way yeah. that you eat, any other way that you drink it, if you start drinking sweet cream. <laughs> yeah. Someone What's else asked this question. Well, I don't drink coffee that much. Honestly, oh. I have a very bad energy drink addiction. Yeah, not, you do. Not like, like you're like 9 a.m. Like you're 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. 9 a.m. crap. <laughs> you know what started it, though, is because I used to work out so early in the morning before work and so my only caffeine that I had for the day was like my pre-workout and then the pre-workout slowly transformed into like Alani energy drinks or like 3D energy drinks so I don't have a lot of caffeine but I do have an energy drink a sugar-free one pretty much every day which guess what you're not gonna die I haven't died yet, so, so that's good. It's all about moderation, so it's all good. You're good. Yeah, if I ever start drinking multiple a day, that's when you need to, like, send me to energy drink rehab. <laughs> I will definitely keep keep you checked out. <laughs> um, Someone, this is probably one of the last ones, but I already okay. know the answer to this. I think most people oh, do. God. Choose between coffee and chocolate, and whatever one you don't choose, you can't have ever again. I would give up I would give up coffee you would yeah oh I totally didn't expect that yeah I would just because I could technically get my caffeine source from something else like an energy drink but I love like I have a sweet tooth so (laughs) like I giving up like chocolate I guess if my coffee was able to have like all of my sweet cream and stuff in it I would probably pick coffee but if it was just like you know black or like whatever I'd be like no I need chocolate what about so depends on which one's sweeter (laughs) what if you had to give up ice cream or cookies which one would you choose to keep oh I would probably give up oh god it's so hard I would give up cookies I would give up ice cream. I love cookies. You would <laughs> yeah. give up cookies. I, I do I do love me some baked goods, like mm-hmm. some Danishes, yeah, we cheesecake, both do. brownies. We love we love that. Banana bread. I know that you do though for sure. Bread, yeah. Oh, zucchini bread, noms. Yeah. So Yum. I think we should wow, I didn't even try to like make this a certain amount of time but I was hoping for it to be around 45 minutes because people told me that that's the time that they like like a good so amount of time literally like perfect so if you're still listening please be sure to subscribe give me a rating only if it's a five star leave me a nice review and let us know if you listen love ya love you guys Woo-hoo! bye